Welcome to the American Physical Therapy Association, Michigan, Oncology Rehabilitation Special Interest Group podcast, where we share clinical knowledge, expertise, and groundbreaking progress in oncology rehabilitation. We hope you enjoy. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Autumn Kissman, first-year physical therapy student at Oakland University. Today, we're going to be looking at the August 2021 research article review. Let's get right into it. So the APTA Michigan Oncology Rehab SIG mission is to serve members of the Michigan Physical Therapy Association who care for patients following a cancer diagnosis through touch prints of education, patient and professional advocacy, collaboration, research, and innovation in oncology rehabilitation. The mission is to become a statewide leader and national model for an oncology rehabilitation special interest group for physical therapy professionals and to progress interdisciplinary collaboration within the state and national organization. It is well documented that there is a lack of diversity in the populations that participate in health studies, research, and clinical trials. Research participants tend to be people from the higher privileged majority, specifically white, heterosexual, cisgender, urban living, higher income, and from high income countries. This bias in research contributes to significant health disparities, which are defined as preventable differences in the burden of disease, injury, and violence, and in opportunities to achieve optimal health. These health disparities disproportionately impact persons in marginalized groups. Marginalized groups can include people of color, women, persons that are uninsured or underinsured, persons that don't speak English, persons that are undocumented, members of the LGBTQIA plus community, low-income individuals, prisoners, people that are disabled, people in low- or middle-income countries, and people that live in rural settings. This bias in research means that as clinicians, our evidence-based practice is often rooted in evidence that only reflects the biology, experiences, and preferences of a small portion of our society. Biased research limits our ability to provide patient-centered care and equitable care for all. We have structured this research review in a way that can drive you to become more aware of this bias in research to help you consider the impact of this bias as you apply research to your clinical practice with diverse communities. So the title of this article is Disparities in Survival and Health Outcomes in Childhood Leukemia. And this article review was by Heidi of Henry Ford McComb. The journal for this article is the current hematologic malignancy reports 2019 and the overview is as followed the aim of this review is to summarize the current literature of pediatric leukemia disparities with attention to racial and ethnic disparities along with socioeconomic disparities the article focuses on disparities in survival as well as other health related outcomes including end-of-life care and late effects Leukemia is the most common cancer in children and adolescents despite tremendous progress in improving leukemia survival, some will succumb to their disease. Survival and acute lymphoblastic leukemia and acute myeloid leukemia, ALL and AML, are specifically reviewed using disparities along additional axes of social disadvantage, including socioeconomic status, insurance status, age, and location as they relate to access of care. Using the National Cancer Institute Surveillance, Epidemiology, and End Results, 
database, Black, Hispanic, and Native American children continued to have significantly inferior survival compared to white non-Hispanic patients. Also, identified where East Asian Americans, specifically of Vietnamese descent, had significantly worse survival with exception to Chinese patients. Similar information was confirmed by the Cancer California Cancer Registry that there was an increase in death among Black, Hispanic, and Asian children compared with white children. Dana-Faber Cancer Institute, ALL Constrinuum, identified Hispanic patients had significantly worse event-free survival and overall survival that non-Hispanic patients, suggesting that Hispanic patients have a higher relapse than non-Hispanic white counterparts. With the increased relapse risk among this population partially attributed to the high Native American genetic ancestry among self-reported Hispanics. On DFCI-ALL Constrinuum trials, overall survival among children living in poverty zip codes 85% was lower than children living in low poverty zip codes 92%. Lastly, receiving cancer care outside a comprehensive care center or children's oncology group site was associated with inferior survival among adolescents in the Los Angeles County. Acute myeloid leukemia is less well studied. However, using longitudinal cancer registry data from California, black patients were again shown to have inferior overall survival compared to white patients. Other complications and health conditions. There were various things using chemo regimens for acute leukemia raising the risk of cardiotoxicity at higher rate in children than adults due to their developing heart muscle. Cardiovascular disease is the second leading cause of long-term morbidity and morality among cancer survivors, and black patients were nearly twice as likely to report cardiac conditions at 87% higher risk of early-onset cardiotoxicity compared to white patients. Data from the Childhood Cancer Survivor Study identified survivors of at least five years showed a higher prevalence of obesity, hypertension, and diabetes among Black and Hispanic patients. End-of-life care children with hematologic malignancies were more than three times as likely versus patients with solid tumors to die in the hospital, and Black, Hispanic, and Asian American parents were more likely to die in the hospital relative to white patients. Some limitations of the study as stated in the article, the definition of health disparities in the article was taken from the Healthy People 2020, stating systemic, plausibly avoidable health differences adversely affecting socially disadvantaged groups focused on the subset of health differences reflecting social injustice, distinguishing health disparities from other health differences. Most typically, health disparities is used to differ to racial or ethnic differences whereas internationally the term health inequalities refers to differences operating along the SES axis. The use of inconsistent definition makes comparison between studies difficult. Another inconsistency in literature is that individual level socioeconomic data, race, and ethnicity are, not, are still not consistently collected or reported on clinical trials, administration data, or on electronic health records, thereby limiting the data collection. As stated by the reviewer, the article is a review of current literature of pediatric leukemia disparities and does not provide details of the overall research strategy. The selection of articles or exclusion, the limitation of the search result, and the quality of the search process, and it, it lacks details of the statistical analysis reported. It also does not include physical therapy.
future research as stated by the research article, the conceptual framework identified in the article by Kilbourne lists three sequential phases, detecting, defining and measuring health disparities, understanding, identifying mechanisms of health disparities, and reducing, evaluating interventions for health disparities. One example using the third phase of reducing disparities through interventions such as a study by Children's Oncology Group using intervention of an interactive multimedia educational program, as well as personalized schedules and automated customized messages reminders to increase adherence to dosing schedules and improve patient education. Another ongoing COG studies focus on phase twos with use of ruxolitinib in CRLF2 rearranged and or JAK pathway mutants. If this provides effective in this setting, the component of the outcome disparity attributable to these CRLF2 lesions could be diminished. Using CART cells directed against CD19 and use of antibody-mediated immunotherapies has helped patients following relapse, but to date of this article, there were no studies detected to evaluating the distribution to all socioeconomical disadvantaged populations. Advances in use of alternative, alternative donor sources for stem cell transplant could provide better access to racial and ethnic minorities, thereby decreasing leukemia outcome disparities. As stated by the reviewer, to provide education on implicit bias to healthcare providers to improve interaction and communication during oncological meetings for better patient-slash-clinician relationship and confidence to improve compliance with care. To decrease leukemia disparities, it would be beneficial to have access, equal access to effective therapy and supportive care. Understanding high-risk biologic factors among the minority population and increasing access to varied stem cell transplants could improve survival. Also, improving education and health literacy of patients and families would help improve adherence for treatment and compliance with clinical trial or drug interventions. So thanks again to Heidi for submitting that August 2021 research article. My name is Autumn. Tune in next time. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it. And if you have comments or discussion on this topic, please use our list serve to start a discussion. We would love to talk to you more about this. Thank you so much. Have a great day.